A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. 25 years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Our setting is San Ricardo Calisorda in the United States of Aramisia. This is a world where 60% of what you know of the world is still true. The other 40% is different. And there just happen to be, you know, elves and orcs and, you know, other stuff running around and things that don't run but slither. No, mostly they run. San Ricardo is the city on the bay across the bridge from Hawkland. And in the middle of the bay lives the great dragon Alcatraz. We open on an office somewhere in the city of San Ricardo. It looks exactly what you think it's going to look like in the shiny lacquered wood with windows between rooms. There's a bullpen. But not a lot of people. Two individuals are walking down a hallway towards a room. One is an elf in a ridiculous biker leather jacket named Kell O'Reilly. The other is, uh, again, describe yourself. Let me refer to my Pinterest board. <laughs> Her Doc Martens. Uh, sound thumping on the floor. She walks, hands in the pockets of her cargo pants, trench coat flapping behind her as she walks. Her long magenta ponytail trailing. <laughs> Stone look on her face. She walks with purpose. Okay, so so I don't understand why we're even talking to this guy. Why are we talking? You drag us across the country. You drag us across the country to set up a new office for your dad's company. And 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 we're talking to this guy. You won't even tell me why we're here. Kelly just kind of stares at you. <laughs> you expect me to open up a new place with just the two of us? Well, have you seen this guy's res There's like nothing on there. There is, like, literally nothing on this thing. Yeah, but then... Look, if anything happens to this guy, then we're not held responsible, huh? No, we're going to be held responsible because your freaking name is on the door. Yeah, well... Come on, Raz, what are you doing? I don't... I don't... I'm... You get to the door. Going in. Just say. Look, I put him in here and we got a job that we got to do. I got to call other people. I got to call other people. And it's this is just this is ridiculous. Just go. Just go okay. then. Fine. I'll take care. Fine. Okay. You're going in the room. Going in the room. All right. It's an interview room. There is a wooden table. Um, oh, by the by the way, uh, Nick, your character saw all this but has no idea what they said because half the walls are glass. <laughs> okay. So you... Raz enters the room and sees... Who does Raz see? In the room, awkwardly looking through your uh, the, books, uh, the books that are left uh, in the office is a very awkward-looking young man very a uh, bit of a stick figure wearing an ill-fitting button-up shirt 
a decently fitting uh, vest and a and a loose tie. He's also wearing uh, Chuck Taylor shoes in that clearly were bought more than a year ago. They're a bit ratty. His hair is disheveled, and he just looks scared. Hi there! Oh wow! I uh, did not expect you to come in this office. I don't know why. I was expecting someone. Hi. Are you Stormwood? Rance holds out her hand to shake. He shakes your hand. His palms are sweaty. <laughs> her grasp is firm. Um, that is a that is a handshake. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Hello. I'm Stormwood. Um, so, tell me a little about yourself. Well, uh, as you probably saw on the resume, my name is William Tiberius Carpathia. Although no one has actually called me William except for my mother, uh, who I moved out of her house not that long ago. Uh, I was an only child, and my mom broke up with my dad a very long time ago uh, after... My dad, I'm not entirely clear what happened. She said it was something related to uh, to her line of work, and I asked if it was a necromancer, and she said more of a throat romancer. I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, but uh, so instead, I've just kind of been around. Uh, I went into magic. I majored in it at my school, and I haven't really worked much in the field. I, I was hoping that maybe I could get a legitimate job through here, like uh, something I could put on my resume. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm sorry about my number of references. I know there's only three. I tried to get four, but my old manager at the burger place told me never to come back. I bring out a herbal cigarette from my jacket <laughs> and light up as a <laughs> chair. <laughs> Right, then. I do have quite a bit of background in magic. Like I said, my mother was also a very, very talented mage. I'm not quite on uh, her level. I ask you to continue. Sorry. I will ask you. You notice that uh, standing outside the room, just staring through the window, daggers at you, uh, Nick, is uh, Kel. The... <laughs> mm-hmm. it, is that one of the associates? He's my receptionist. I'm not the receptionist! <laughs> You are, and you know it. Kel raises a middle finger. <laughs> He's an elf. He's got better ears. Raz uh, brushes him off as usual. I- I'm I'm trying to do w- w- whatever I can. There's. I understand that maybe I might not seem like the most qualified candidate, but but I can do this. Cass, a, uh, uh, Bill ta- uh, takes out a, uh, a, uh, wand. It's a collapsible wand. He's very proud of it. Telescopic. He, uh, does a, uh, he's clearly very proud of it, in fact. He does a, a little, uh, twirl with it, and a small ring of fire, uh, dances around the wand. Ha! <laughs> It's pretty cool, right? Oh, wow. Kel is just kind of pacing outside the room. He's looking angrily at a tablet. And uh, <laughs> just kind of still staring in. You already marked him as hired in the PR system. What is wrong with you? Wait, what, you mean... I- did I hear that right? Did, did I get the job? 
I, am I an associate? Like, I, am I and associates? Am I one of those? Welcome to my world. If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. The scene opens on Stormwood and Associates' office in San Ricardo. It, again, is a sea of lacquered wood and glass panels, meaning there's probably no actual privacy in any of these offices unless someone got around to installing blinds. But blinds would be aesthetically displeasing, so no one's actually done that yet. It also means you get nice camera angles through the entire place. And they cost money. We're on a budget right now. Yeah, we open on a conference room. Uh, in the conference room, where there are several large screens, uh, large flat screen televisions also mounted on the wall, um, in places where the glare from the windows on the uh, adjacent wall would clearly make them completely unusable half the day, because again, no one's invested in blinds because it would be aesthetically displeasing functionality be damned. In the room is Kel O'Reilly standing by the screens, resplendent in his ridiculously stupid uh, red and white leather motorcycle jacket. And uh, his hair inconveniently in front of his face half the time. Uh, but he's an elf, so he doesn't really care with those elf eyes. Also in the room is, of course, the purple-haired Raz Stormwood. Our new associate, Bill. And Hi. Also in the room, though, is our new freelancer, Tristan, who is a goblin and can describe himself. Uh, yeah, you can call me Babbitt. Uh, I am... He's, he's a goblin. He is short, four feet tall, uh, wearing a long sleeve uh, white t-shirt with a with the sporty character from a popular children's television show on it, uh, and a black hoodie open over that. He is wearing. He's also wearing uh, khaki cargo pants and uh, very expensive sneakers. His skin is greenish-gray. He has a pronounced underbite with two little uh, canines poking up. His eyes are greenish-yellow that look like they should be glowing, but aren't. And his hair is... uh, dyed white with an undercut. So pretty stereotypical goblin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just being the caricature. All right, so at the beginning of the room, Kel is kind of pacing backwards and forwards and uh, just kind of looks at you. Are you guys finally, are you ready? Are, are we ready to get started? Is someone going to go, like, ask me to get more muffins? Because I'm not getting more muffins. We are out of muffins. No more muffins. I, I, I only had one muffin. All right. Just, I don't really care about uh, you right now. I could have a muffin. Well, great. Go buy one. Martha's down the street. They're excellent. They're great. Okay, so anyways, this is we got a job. 
And that's why I brought in the goblin here. All right. Wow. Sorry, I don't remember your name. Babbitt. Okay, Rabbit here. Okay, so we've been hired by Prupip Technologies to test their security. All right? Um, They want us to do a pen test on their physical facility located on Marple Street. All right? All right. Clicks a little clicker. There's, like, pictures of a building. It is a rather bland-looking office building, you know, steel and glass and not that impressive. Uh, they're a tech company. They, they're, they're, they're really concerned about competitors trying to break in and uh, physically hack. This is their facility where they have air gap servers and they're, they've got proprietary stuff on there, something. And so uh, what the challenge to us is is to see if there are any holes in their security. All right? Um, and we have to prove that we found the holes by, you know, actually going in. All right. Uh, I can tell you that it's a 12-story building. The The secured information that they're trying to protect is in their server room, which, uh, believe it or not, is really obviously on the 10th floor. But, uh, you know, you can't really stop heat signatures. Uh, the server room on the 10th floor. And so literally all you got to do is, uh, get up there and, uh, put, pull anything like there is a flagged file on the servers. So you don't have to go into any of the actual proprietary tech, uh, but there's a flagged file on the servers. You just got to copy it onto a uh, flash drive and hand it right back to them. You just got to get in, got to get out. And uh, that's, again, that's why we bought Rabbit in here, because, you know, way to be a stereotype. Uh, because he says he's the best thief around and comes highly recommended. I'm told. Yo, Just so you know, I don't think you're a rabbit. Well, that, thank you. That's very polite of you, I suppose. Whatever. All right, so physical facility. All right, so the first floor, there are multiple points of entry, but the only access to the upper floors is through the front of the building where there is an emergency stairwell and there are elevators. But there are cameras on all of these positions. In the lobby there... Now, obviously, we're not going to go in during the day because that would be insane. Although, go ahead and try if you want. But then, at that point, the building is full of people. Right? And you're going to get noticed. Right. Or, you want to blend into the people. I don't know. I'm going to be sitting here behind a desk. So, do whatever you want. But at night, no matter what, it is always uh, the lobby is always manned by a security guard. Whether it be day or night, with eyes on the cameras. Now, I think I can. I, I think it would be possible for me to hack in and say double feed the cameras. Like, I might be able to loop different footage in the stairwell. But the problem is, is what I can't do is all between the stairwell and the door, there is security. All right. All right. So you guys got to figure out how to get in. Oh, wow. Sneaking in. That. Kel pushes a button and kind of a three-dimensional blueprint of the structure kind of pops up on a uh, hollow projector in the middle of the conference table that is somehow way more expensive than what real tech today really should be able to do, but looks really common on, like, bones. (laughs) How long have we had that? Well... I, I've we've had it for a while. You just joined the team like yesterday, so you've had it since yeah, yesterday. Part of the tour, that's all. We gave this guy a tour. Jeez. So me where my desk was. You know, it's 
if you, if you're gonna get into the building, we're gonna need key cards. If we're gonna do, you know, it's you guys gotta come up with a plan. Cause I did a lot. All right, vents. We're going through the vents. Well, you think I can fit through vents? <laughs> I think we can all fit through vents. Why not? I can't fit through a vent. This guy, look at this guy. He's not going to fit through a. I could probably. I've been shoved in a lot of lockers. I think I could fit in a vent. Ugh. Are you going to be able to climb out of the vent? Were you able to climb out of the locker? Uh, no. That's what I thought. Can't climb out of a paper bag. I'm not going through a vent. Then what are our other options? I mean, all right. So, got a couple ways. No, if if you can get past security again, if you get on the stairwell. So, based on what I've seen, the, the the floor markers aren't actually painted with. There are cameras in the stairwells, and while they're going to capture any people walking in there, they don't actually show what floor they're on. So I think I can cross feed the footage from other floors to the one you're currently on, as long as you communicate with me. On one of these, he slides a set of earbuds across the table. You've already got one of these, Raz, but uh, the other two do not. So, so I can tell you when you can go up and when you can go down. Ooh, but you fancy. But you gotta get to those stairs yourself. I we could do the same thing on the elevators, but with elevators there's a high risk of something going wrong. If security spots you on the elevator going in or going out, they can emergency stop them and keep you there. And while the cops would uh still let us go because we've been hired to do this, we don't get paid if we don't if we don't successfully do this. Whatever we do, we need to successfully do this. I am completely in agreement now. And obviously, and this cannot go without saying that uh, we are not going to physically harm their employees. Right. Okay. Okay. Like, let's be clear because, uh, and, and they do have some experimental uh, uh, tranquilizer guns. But, again, if a security guard drops in public because they've been shot with a trank gun, someone passing by is still going to probably call the cops. Because part of the whole point is that these security does not know that we're coming, and we aren't sure how many security guards are going to be in the building at any given time. We know that the, the desk is manned, but we don't know how many people are in the building at any given moment. Um, maybe that's the first step. Um... Can we perhaps get a total list of how many employees they have? This is a... Appropriate Technologies is a massive, massive tech company. This is like literally like a secondary facility. So, so that's a no. Yeah, I could give you a manifest, but I can't tell you how many people are actually working at this facility. All right. Well, uh... I mean, I'm you know, if you want my advice, I'd say go at night. But you know, when only security is going to be in the building, and you don't have to worry about running into some office worker who's going to freak out. I'm in favor of going at night. Maybe there's something else I could do. I, perhaps I could get a copy of the map and use an enchantment to find out how many people are on each floor as we're on it. Pretty sure I know how to do that. Uh, do you? If you give me... <laughs> <laughs> that's way too useful. Uh... Oh, that's right. That's something my mom knew how to do. Yeah. Uh, that was me, the GM, not Kel. Uh, <laughs> you might be apparently bragging a little bit in front of these people, trying to look impressive to your boss at your first job, but you... It is perfectly doable 
at least that is what flourish uh, can't do that <laughs> well just i mean chris you you laugh but christania carpathia is a very talented mage and i'm related to her so i might be i can't do that <laughs> okay now that we I, I know everybody who can't do hey mr master thief who we hired and are bringing in for this particular job yes what do you think uh look if we can get in if we can get into the lobby i think i could probably distract a guard so we can get up to get to the the stairwell uh kind of distraction i don't know the cool kind i know all sorts of cool distractions like this uses telescopic uh pulls out the telescopic wand again to make the little fire circle ah flourish that, that would be very useful yeah. see i knew this would come in handy oh oh geez not ah, no that is hot okay manages to put out the fire circle we distract the guard grab a key card off his belt get up the stairs what else well, I mean, once you get up to the server level, I mean, if you've got the key card for the the guard, that'll let you into the server level too. And to be then, perfectly honest, I, I feel like it, I feel like it might be better to do this during the day. At least we'll be able to to be around. We'll be able to 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 be seen without worrying so much. Well, and it's maybe a little less uh, distracting if... I mean, and it's, that's a good point. If it's a little less distracting if uh, someone randomly walks into their lobby during the day than, you know, three in the morning. Yeah, that's perfectly normal. It's true. For people to be, be walking around an office building. At night, no one's supposed to be there. But in the day, any crazy wannabe wizard could come. Oh, that's me, isn't it? <laughs> All right, let's do the thing. You gonna do the thing? All right. So, you guys are gonna break into Prupip Technologies during the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, vehicle situation we should probably establish. Um, Kel is staying back at the office and working with you guys remotely, so he won't need to be transported over. Uh, do we have, obviously, I believe that uh, Raz has a motorcycle. Yep. But... Uh, <laughs> Babbitt and uh, Babbitt and uh, <laughs> Bill. Babbitt Bill. and Bill. I, Ab Babbitt Ab and Bill. There's a buddy cop show all on its own. Um, <laughs> Babbitt and Bill. Wait, what a carpool! I don't know because. Uh, uh yeah, you, you. We can take my car. It's fine. What is your car? Tell me about your uh, car. Uh, well, my car is a uh, used. Very used, um, uh, something akin to uh, a uh, Lumina in the normal. So in, Lumina. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a used <laughs> Lumina from uh, 1999. This show does not uh, have the budget to mock up fake brands of cars. Okay. It's just well, a Lumina. It's a used Lumina from 1999. It's a bit rusty, and there's a lot of fast food wrappers in the back seat. Okay. So, uh, Bill and Babbitt and the Lumina. Um, Raz, are you gonna <laughs> you gonna carpool with them or take your bike? Uh, I'm gonna take my bike because I don't go any anywhere without it. 
Yeah, Raz drives a Harley as you drive through uh, the... Um, so you're going to head over now, then, to go do the job? Is I that... thought it a hmm? different bike. Hmm? Oh, the Indian. Yeah, the Indian. The Indian, sorry. Raz rides an Indian. Yep. Um, we were discussing this. Yeah. Uh, Kel has equipped you with uh, basic um, tranquilizer guns, which we're using... Obviously, because this is super awesome action heroes, uh, they follow the exact same damage rules as real guns. It's just that if people get knocked down to zero, they don't die. Huzzah. I'd like to take five minutes to get changed into um, more businessy attire. I have I have just a, a nice shirt and tie. Okay, so in the back of a Chevy Lumina... As uh, you drive in tandem behind Raz's Indian, uh, Babbitt gets changed as they drive through the streets of Vancouver, doubling for San Ricardo. Um, (laughs) Because that's the kind of budget we have. Uh, Just to give you the visual aesthetic. Uh, The uh, the building itself is uh, still in it's it's not in San Ricardo itself. It's uh, closer to the valley, um, to to Silic- the Silicon Valley equivalent of this world, which is still called Silicon Valley. So I don't have to come up with anything else. Um, it's uh, Palo Gordo instead of Palo Alto. But uh, see, you uh, it is it is still in a fairly built up area. Um, there's a parking garage next to a steel and glass structure which is the most unremarkable building you've ever seen. This scene could have been shot in any major city. And uh, you, you wouldn't be able to tell. And that's, that's good, again, for the budget. It's about, right now, I would say it's about uh, one in the afternoon. All right. So, okay. So uh, I find the nearest parking garage. It's there's a parking garage right next to the building, which is where the employees Excellent. park. You find that it costs uh, for a non-employee twenty bucks a day. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> hey Babbitt, you got any uh, money <laughs> at all? Yeah, yeah, I got it here. Uh, thank and you. I'm assuming Raz is smart and parks on the street. Um, <laughs> for sure. All right. So, what's your plan? Are you guys gonna approach the front door? I think we approach the front door. I uh, I should talk. I should, I should try to talk with, with the security guard uh, and try to get his. Or her, or 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 their, uh, <laughs> uh, e card. All right. So, are you guys all going in together? Or are you going in one by one? Perhaps I should go in ahead and uh, do the whole distraction thing. I mean, it's kind of why I thought I was here. Yeah. It'd be easier, I think, for you to pickpocket him while someone else is distracting him. You know, guys, I can hear you all on comms right now, and you're very disorganized. You hear Kel piping over your ear. Thank you, Kel. You're so helpful. I'm very helpful. We're being flexible. Look, Bill, I just found out you're getting paid more than me, so shut up. What? What? Really? I mean, I, I mean, never mind. Uh, I gotta focus. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, whatever you guys, whatever the first step is that you need to uh, that you need to take to get that card, I'm gonna set up for it. So uh, yeah, here goes nothing, I guess. All right. So you went, so you're gonna go into the lobby. Mm-hmm. All right. The lobby is uh, very. As you walk through the glass doors, uh, the the whole front of the lobby is windows to the outside street. There is a uh, all dark marble floors, uh, the high ceilings, um, 
the there's a security desk in the center of the room where a uh, single security person is sitting, just sort of uh, reading a paper, minding his own business. There are a bunch of people walking in and out of the lobby. This is an active, like, this is a, you know, it's a 12-story office building. It's, um, and you're just trying to get to one of those stories. The rest of this place is bustling. It's busy. Um, to Behind the security desk are the elevators and Past the elevators is a uh, a door marked stairs, which appears to be where the stairs are. So it's uh, the 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 lobby is a large room, and then behind the desk there is a hallway, and that's where the elevators and the stairs are. All right. Um, the so. Uh, Bill walks in, uh, he, uh, takes a couple deep breaths and is clearly super uncomfortable. And suddenly he just starts moving there. Uh, his, the stiff with each step, the stiffness of his, uh, steps becomes less and less noticeable to the point that he almost looks like he might be confident in something. And as he gets to the middle, not too close to the security guards, but close enough to where he knows he'll get the attention, and where there's enough traffic that would be interested in what it is that he's doing, he uh, he finally stops, looks out, and unfolds the telescopic wand. All right, so while you're doing this, uh, the, uh, the security guard lowers his paper. He's a middle-aged white guy with white hair and probably played by some character actor you've seen on three other shows, but can't remember who. Uh, a, uh, a younger uh, a younger guy, um, dark hair, and just sort of walks up to him, who also dresses in a security guard's uniform, says, Hey, I got your coffee here, Bob. Hands him coffee, sits down next to him. I walk in behind uh, Bill. I've got... Uh, I'm looking at several uh, uh, Manila file folders. Uh, just you know, trying to look nonchalant. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is such an amazing time oh, by to the way, be here. Rez, are you coming into the building at all? I'm waiting until everyone is distracted by okay. Bill. Okay, so so right yeah, now, so so. Guys- him then i'll like just Let's, so bill is bill standing in the middle of the doing this uh uh babbitt has walked in looking casual and a, i am not looking casual anymore so this is was not expected and and outside outside staring in through the like because again this whole front is windows is this purple-haired woman in front of a motorcycle just staring at I'm leaning in. I'm leaning up against my motorcycle, having a smoke, watching inside, making it look like I'm waiting for someone to come out. Okay. I so, think this is a lovely place for people to work, but I feel like it's it's missing a little something. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think all of your lives need a little bit more magic. Security guards are both now looking at you like you're a crazy person. Uh, the one who you've heard named Bob seems to be reaching for a phone. <laughs> I guess I inch a bit closer to them. Yeah, it's at this point about there's probably about a good ten people in the lobby altogether. Including the security guards, and everyone else is just every everyone is staring at at Bill. They've kind of stopped in their tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill is scared out of his mind, but this is exactly what he was going for. Believe the other security not. guard kind of paused halfway through handing uh, Bob his coffee. For example. Who would have thought that this little thing, I bet some of you thought it was a back scratcher. It's not. It's a wand. Look at this cool thing I can do. Does a little flourish. A This time, a circle of clouds form around Bill. Almost like a halo. What is... What is... 
he doing? What is he doing? Kel is just kind of whispering over the comms. I don't doing? know. I have never needed a humidifier because I can do this. <laughs> He's fucking doing magic in the middle <laughs> of a goddamn lobby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's enjoyable. Bob At is to make some sparks or something. <laughs> Bob is <laughs> lifting the receiver of the phone. <laughs> And the other security guard, whose name we don't know, is putting the coffee down on the desk and reaching his hand to his side. Where you see a nice, bright yellow taser. There is... I can't help but feel like that's not a very welcoming response. Are you all decides to the the younger security guard is now kind of walking around the desk going are you are you okay sir are you having a stroke are you do you need do you need us to call emergency services for you i i'm not looking for emergency services have, i just i just had a cool wand and and interesting abilities not many other people have i would also like to Go over to to Bill with you know concern on my face, uh, you know, to, to try to help. And yeah, while yeah. I'm over there, I'd like to try to slip my hand into the the pocket. Where would his his uh? He's his security. He's got okay. So um, you can spot around his neck, or he's got a detachable like key fob thing on his belt. Right. Okay. Then I'd like to try to. Uh, uh, so you circle around duck my 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 way over there and uh, get that off. All right. So uh, you're gonna you're gonna pickpocket it. Yep. I'm gonna pick pickpocket it. All right. So that's a give me five minutes uh, move. So um, as long as that is a sweet move, I believe pickpocket. Uh, is it? I, I mean, it's a sweet it, move. It, it, I feel like it could be either. It's a sweet but... move points, no test. So you got to spend a sweet move point. Again, all of you guys have, I think, four for the day? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, you'll have to spend one of your sweet move points, but there's no test for a pickpocket. Sure, okay. It's That's specifically called out in the rules. All right, so... So uh, you, you do success... So, so you've successfully pickpocketed the key card, but with this situation with Bill is still happening. Yeah. All right, yep. so... I... I'm just, I'm just trying to. It's a free country. You're free to sir, deliver coffee. I'm sir, free to I'm gonna, show I'm off gonna magic. need you to either calm down. I'm gonna need you to calm down. I'm gonna need you to leave the building. We have a company policy against magic being used within our structures. That's, I that that seems kind of prejudiced. Sir, don't you I, think? you're being hostile. He's got the taser I, out. Sir, you are. You are being hostile. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, okay. Let's put folds folds up one. Let's let's not use the t if I wanted to get taste, I could do it myself. See, like I have the clouds and I could do something very sim I did do something very similar. And that is why I did not pass Biz Ed. I tried to gesture to Raz outside to make come on in. Yeah, I was yeah. going to so, say... So, um, so Bob is now out from behind the desk and also approaching um, Bill. So now both of the security guards are away from the desk and right on Bill. Right. So, um, okay. I have to... Alright, let me roll something here. Okay, roll stuff. Um. <laughs> okay! <laughs> so, you're getting tased, uh, Bill. Feels <laughs> <laughs> uncalled for. Um, and the security guard rolled a ten on his attack. <laughs> oh so that's God. uh, that's the, the that's um. So what's your uh sweetness score again? There three, three. Okay, so the three. attack definitely hits. 
Because <laughs> your dodge is your is your sweetness plus your level, so you've only got a four dodge. And he rolled a ten on his hit roll. So uh, we're going to find out how much that hurt you. <laughs> as, I, as I roll again here. All right. Uh, let's do some math. Uh, I didn't actually create the security guard stat, so I have to actually come up with that. <laughs> I got. I'm gonna pull up my default fodder character uh, stats here, because uh, you could totally take this guy in a fight, but he's gonna do some damage to you. Um, so he's gonna have a. Uh, so he rolled a five, and that's plus uh, damage plus their effective combat skill. So that's gonna be. I'm gonna say that's a, a one. So six. So what's your fitness plus level? Fitness plus level is four. So you take two damage. <laughs> I'll be leaving now. Okay, so, so you two, I, I presume, have got around this situation. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I imagine we're working our way back to the, All right. to the stairway. So it's not a log hallway. You've gotten to the stairway. All right, Cal goes over the, the, the thing. All right, so I'm starting to do cyclical loop looping of footage. Just tell me at any moment what floor you're on, and I'll make sure that uh, you're not uh, you're not spotted on the cameras. We're on the first floor. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. I I talk into my earpiece as I'm exiting. Did did you get in? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Why did you hire this guy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I needed a laugh. All right, so straight face. So Raz and Babbitt, you are in the stairs. You are in yes. the stairs. You've made it All past right. the lobby. Yes. I'm assuming you're going to go upstairs. Yes. That's the idea. All right. I'm just going to roll something to see what happens on the stairs. Great. You're fine. All right, so you make it You make it to the 10th floor. Sweet. All right, so you're on, you're on the 10th floor. As you exit the stairs, uh, there is a, um, just a hallway in front of you, and again, you see the elevators for this level. Uh, the, the hallway uh, ends in a T. Um, just because, you know, that's going to be the part of the building over the, the lobby. And there, there appear to be some doors, but they're, they're black. Um, you hear over the comms. Okay. So as I showed on the map, it, whatever, you're going to have to go around the outer part the outer hallway. And it's going to be on the exact opposite side of where you are. Like, and he, 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 he kind of gives you a rough rough description. It's just it's a really boring like two lefts and a right. It's okay. Yep. Okay. All right. As you travel down this hallway, as I continue to just yeah. Okay. Kel knows how to do his job. Um. You you make it. Uh. You you there. You're in front of a black door that uh, you have been told is the server room, and there's a little key swiper, but. You've got the key card. Yep. We use the key card. I use the key card and then I immediately try to hide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the hide test? Uh, you got to roll a D10. Uh, yeah, one, one D10. And that's, and then that, that's the uh, percent. That's the number out of 10 chance of being seen. All right. So, so, so you're going to hide. So the, you're going to, so uh, Raz is opening the door and you're hiding. Yep. All right. I got a three. You got a three. Yeah. All right. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, you open the door. When you open the door, you see what it is a room. Um, it's a big room. There is a wall of servers across the back. Um, there's a uh, thin gaps between a couple of different server banks. Uh, all blinking lights and shiny. There are also additional server banks to your left and to the right. Um, in the center of the room is kind of an open space. But what you see there is uh, there's a young woman sitting on the floor cross-legged with a laptop. And uh, she's got uh, headphones on. 
um, short, shortish red hair, hoodie, jeans. She clearly does not look like she should be working here. And there is a cable going from her laptop into one of the servers. She looks at the door and sees Raz and totally sees uh, <laughs> <bad> it. <laughs> the three. She had to beat a three. It was. <laughs> Do I see any like obvious way that she got in here? Um. No. Also, both of you roll a d10. Even me? No, you don't have to roll a d10, Nick. <laughs> Bill is not there. Roll a d. So, uh, Raz, what'd you get? Two. All right. What did you get, uh, uh, Babbitt? I got an eight. Okay. So you just see the girl sitting on the floor, and she just kind of looks up at you and says, "Um, <laughs> hi." She then quickly slams the laptop. You see her grab a flash drive out of one of the servers and then jumps behind them. Everybody roll initiative. I mean, not Nick, but uh, Raz and Pavit roll initiative. I'm Trey Dorn, and I was your game master this session. Uh, our players were Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood, Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, and Nick Izumi as Bill. I also obviously played Cal. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com, along with our social media is at Twitter. Nerd and Tie, Tumblr, Nerd and Tie, Facebook slash Nerd and Tie. And remember, you can subscribe to this with uh, any place that has podcasts, probably. We'll be on iTunes by the time it's releases, maybe. Who knows? But uh, the RSS feed's always out there. And uh, to be continued. Continued.